0: The Fujicast is an independent Loading Zone production. Thursday, 21st of May. The Fujicast. Welcome to the Fujicast. Once weekly, now daily, but only until the 31st of May, because um, after that we're going back to the to the weekly show, aren't we, Kev? Indeed, we're going on holiday. <laughs> well, I don't know, where do you think you're going on holiday? You're not allowed to travel anywhere. <laughs> and go to the end of my garden that'd be nice well if you could choose one place to go on holiday right now where would that be then
1: Mm, well i'd love to go back to spain obviously but somewhere i'd like i would quite happily be very remote
0: very remote Outer hebridean islands or yes something like that that writer who's married to um the musician amanda palmer um, mm. Got in a lot of trouble for travelling to Skye, didn't he? Because he was living with her in. Uh, and and his child, I think, in, was it New Zealand? I think it was New Zealand. Traveled I think it's like New Zealand or Australia, yeah, wasn't I'm it? I'm pretty sure it was New Zealand. Travelled all the way back to Skye uh, and then publicised the fact that he'd made that huge long journey.
1: Mm. Well, yeah, he did. And yes, he was probably wrong to do so. However, it has to be said, he is a Scottish resident, I believe. Mm. He pays taxes there. He's on the, the electoral roll and everything. So I think there was a. You know kind of gray area, a bit of confusion
0: really yeah I suppose it's, I suppose it was a traveling thing really he traveled at a time you shouldn 't travel I think mean, there's no gray area about that at all though was there no
1: that's very yeah. true that's very true, although you know they they said at the beginning, make sure you go home to your home countries, you know get there however you can yeah. and yeah I mean this is a little bit grandiose, I suppose, but uh, at the end of the day he does have his he does have his right to be there as anybody else, yeah. I guess.
0: Um, So, yes, we're we're, um, now sort of on that run up to the 31st of May. We've been doing the dailies now for... This will be the 64th uh, in a row of the dailies and uh, 121st episode overall. Um, I I noticed yesterday we've racked up 330,000 downloads. Whoa. Um, (laughs) You might have to change that figure on the front of the Facebook group page. Uh, And and it's been just... It's been wonderful, really, um, answering questions... Uh, hundreds of questions and talking to you as, as a listener um, and understanding what you have been going through. So thank you for being a part of it. I feel like I'm going to go into a James Taylor song. Um, but there, there was... Now, on that note, by the way, before we get started, I had a DM from Jake Marshall. And, um, I heard Kev getting a bit frustrated with somebody for leaving less than favourable favorable reviews regularly. So this would have been on yesterday's show. Please remind Kev of some super, super words from Sean Tucker you'll never find a talented troll. It was on your podcast, don't you know? Be happy in the knowledge that good, bad or indifferent, um, the rating system is designed to give levels of engagement. I told you this, Kev, levels Mm -hmm. of engagement. And so there's no such rating as a bad rating. Even the YouTube one, now I didn't know this, is designed as thus. Although I personally think thumbs down is a negative message for users. I've always thought that as well, actually. I don't like that thumbs down thing on YouTube. Oh, I hate it. As Jake says, if you have nothing nice to say in life, say nothing at all, unless you are a professional critic, which, you don't need me to finish that sentence. Keep your pecker up, Kev, especially at your age.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I know. I mean, I've had my fair share of it, you know, all the yeah. time. It just makes me mad. I know it, it makes does. Makes want to call him a complete nutter. Of-
0: um hi kev and neil very excited to oh this is from simon jones very excited to see kev has released some new monochrome presets i've been using your color preset for fuji raw file editing one on the f16 click website for a while now do you have any plans to develop and even release other color presets this might sound like a huge advert it's not supposed to it's a real question from simon ps looking forward to joining you in the street photography workshop fingers crossed in october uh, yeah, so hopefully
1: yeah. the one in October will happen. Yeah. Um, possibly. You mm-hmm. know, it took a long time to get those ones done. So oh, yeah. uh yeah, it's on my it's on my new long list. <laughs> <It's>, Essentially. <yeah. laughs> How long is that long list? Uh, it's quite long. Oh. The thing about doing something like that, any project of substance, I think, is that it's very easy to just rush and and push them out there and you know and, and kind of just hope for the best. But I think, you know, it's it's important to do those kind of things right. Yeah. Whether it's selling presets or putting on a workshop or doing an online webinar, I've seen some absolute tosh being thrown my way right. in terms of uh, Zoom webinars and things like that. And, uh, you know, w- w- the ones that are being um, promoted, are being paid for. And i just think actually you know what it's we're all in a bit of a struggle fine but just mm. do it properly still do
0: it properly did you get that one by the way that was uh build your oh, i don't know why i'm asking you personally but i'm wondering if you got the one that was uh build build your what was it build yourself 100,000 new followers on instagram within a week did you did you get that webinar one or zoom thing or
1: whatever uh, it, it was? rings a bell yeah i i have a very special finger on my hand that i <laughs> used to delete
0: those emails though <laughs> do, you, do you okay uh all right moving on tim tim morrison Uh, hey neil hi hi kev Uh, thanks for all the hard work and the the covid19 fun if that's not too difficult to have that word in the same sentence i really enjoyed your friendly banter over the the past months i've recently bought an XT 3 upgrading from the xt1 i've noticed that the various tweaks i've set to highlights and shadow and color don't seem to be applied to the jpeg to the same extent or strength as the live view feed so long made short Uh, What I see through the viewfinder is way, way more punchy than the actual JPEG. I have live view to match exposure and white balance. Also, the natural live view, or whatever it's called, is turned off. It's not a big deal, just irritating. On my XT1, what I see through the viewfinder is pretty much what I get on the card. Any thoughts?
1: Okay, so assuming that all of those um, parameters are set to Mm. correct, as he mentioned, and assuming that you don't have things like brightness of the LCD or EVF, pushed up then it should be fairly accurate however what i would say is the difference between the XT1 and the XT3 is not just the sensor but on the, the lcd itself and the evf so the evf is brighter is punchier it's easier to uh, you know to build your pictures that way and it's backlit and all of that stuff so you know you're probably never going to get exactly the same on a uh, on a screen monitor and also depends on the screen monitor i mean if you're using one of those fancy eye. Apple ones that yeah. are reflective and yeah. all that kind of stuff. All you're going to see is yourself. <laughs> um, but if you're, oh, what a nice view it is, Tim. <laughs> if you're using a, you know, a high-end ISO or BenQ monitor that's matted and it's um, profiled, yeah. calibrated, I should say, then you're going to have it's going to be more muted because they're 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 showing you based on what they would expect a print to be like. So there's that there's that kind of stuff thrown in the mix as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean you you won't probably won't get identical, eight of the EVF on your computer just because of those other parameters that are thrown in.
0: He had a, 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 something, he didn't, he'd, uh, unfortunately had an accident with a camera. Uh, check this, Kev. Tim says, um, I recently had... Oh, yeah, also, for all of you who have seen the Fujifilm X cameras held under taps to show the water resistance, beware. I recently had an accident with my X-T3 in my bag involving a bottle of water. Uh-oh. I noticed water dripping out the bottom of my camera bag. I looked inside to find my camera swimming in a puddle. Water had made its way into my battery compartment, buttons, shutter button, viewfinder and card slot a few weeks in rice to suck out all the moisture and the buttons all work again and the viewfinder doesn't steam up although the camera settings seem to be working okay something is draining the battery over 12 hours when, when left in the camera bit of a what's it well i, I suppose something's going to happen when you have that much water in a camera isn't it
1: uh, yeah it should be i guess so yeah although i dropped my x100 my x100t i think it was yeah no it was x100s i think into the bottom of a swimming pool No <laughs> way, did you <laughs> Yeah, that still works. Did you use the rice trick? No, I just jumped in and grabbed it <laughs> and carried just on working with it. Out, got the camera out and then jumped in and saved Albie. <laughs> <laughs> you got the camera first, and Albie, Kev. <laughs> I think that's why they use the terminology weather sealed rather yeah. than uh, waterproof. I don't think you'll ever see a camera, you know, uh, monikered as wa- uh, waterproof. I think weatherproof, weather sealed is uh, very different. Yeah different analogy
0: well, apart from those um those great fuji uh one of the fine picks ones The sort of bright lurid green or bronze color ones they're great have you taken those in the swimming pool yeah i
1: don't have any of those but yeah, yeah. i remember those those are the ones you buy at the airport wasn't that's it? right and
0: yeah yeah we've got a couple <laughs> they're still brilliant you know yeah. um christopher james in uh, australia <phone rings> have you ever been there kev shut up <laughs> dear neil and kev just finished listening to your show on my drive into the hospital i think that's where he works rather than where his Ended up because of something happening. Thank you so much for the dailies. they thoroughly brighten the travel in these dark times. Two questions, please. One for each of you. Websites. Do you have a checklist on things you test, like page speed, as you mentioned? So this is going back to the website um, uh, edition last week. And tools you use before you go live that you could share, please. I know that we should write for people, not for Google. You've said that, Kev. But do you check SEO in any way? And if so, how?
1: Um, yeah, I think, I mean, there's tools such as the Moz toolkit, M-O-Z, very expensive. Yeah, I was going to say it's pricey, yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, honestly, these days there is so much content, so much stuff that's going out there. You, I find that if you use those tools, you just end up over-optimizing and when you over optimize, that's the worst thing you can do. It's almost better to do no optimization because an over optimized site in Google's eyes is just seen as a totally red flag. Oh, is it? So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm in the process of redoing all my stuff right now and I'm, I'm deleting a load of old content and I'm mm. going, I'm re editing the um, posts because I'm, I just realized actually it doesn't, it's you know, stuff from like three or four years ago was not relevant. It's it's not that it's not relevant. It's just that the content is clearly over-optimized. Oh right, over-optimized. And so I'm just getting rid of it all and just
0: redoing it. Yeah. Is Rosa um, murdering Albie in the background? Yes, I'm (laughs) going to just go and kill them both now. Just bear with me one second. (laughs) I just I just heard. I thought I heard the pained tones of Albie as Rosa was running after him. (laughs) You can't quite hear Kevin telling them off, but listen carefully. Oh, that's a serious slamming of a door. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Let's give her a little bit of credit today because her beloved guinea pig oh terrible wadd- news. waddled
1: off this mortal coil last yeah, night. Yeah, it was Marshmallow
0: that died, wasn't it? Marshmallow, yeah. Oh, no. He didn't be very well for a few days. No. Oh. You didn't have the same situation that I had when I found Toffee was dead, did you? No, uh, we you knew he was going. And, poking uh, and prodding Marshmallow and thinking, Marshmallow's not moving very quickly today. No, we. Gem Rosa, last night said, "Oh, you know, tomorrow, Daddy, I'm just going to take
1: some pictures of Marshmallow because I don't think oh. he'd be around too long." Oh no! And Gemma said, uh, "Well, I think it might be a bit too late because oh. uh, at that point he was lying on his side and,
0: se- oh. and having seizures."
1: Oh no! Oh, uh, just so yeah. she didn't get
0: the last pictures of Marshmallow then. He went, he went, no, we didn't want to take pictures of him like that. No,
1: went, no. And then we've got the other one, and the other one, I don't really know what to do with him, because...
0: No, they're all right, they're, they they can live on their own, you know, they don't have they to don't, have a partner. Don't, they don't like it, do they? We, we no. At the
1: moment, we've just put in a little, um, we've folded up a small tea towel and made it padded just to, you know, make him think that's oh. another guinea pig.
0: <laughs> What's the other one's name? Chubby Cheeks. Chubby Cheeks, that's right. Ah, oh, poor Chubby Cheeks. Yeah. we could get Portrait another. Could please. you not get another one? Don't
1: even mention it.
0: No. I, I might. I do you know. I've got Rose's number. Let me just text her. <laughs> Daddy says, <laughs> "Marshmallow Part Two is <laughs> odd, No, I wouldn't send that. No, it's a very difficult decision, horse, though, now. isn't it? She wants a what? Sorry, a horse. That's never going to fit in the hutch. I know. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. We're
1: changing horses.
0: Anyway, where were we? Uh, oh, yeah, we were still with Chris, weren't we? With with Chris James. So you said, yeah, don't over optimize. Yeah, don't over-optimize, and um,
1: I would, yeah, just honestly, just just do it yourself. Do it. That's my mm. advice these days. Do it yourself. Do it naturally. Cle- clearly, you want your titles to be something a little bit catchy. Think about how you search. You know, what do you do when you search things these days? More than likely, you ask questions, yeah. um, and you know, it's it's think about search in terms of voice and mm. and all that stuff. If you have a long list of keywords, I, I'm reticent to say things like Yoast. Um, seo plugin it, i was just back. about to
0: say the the why word why not
1: why not yoast yeah. Well no no absolutely it's not a bad thing at all it's a very good thing however if you have 25 blog posts and pages and they all have the little green tick then you know that's a flag that's that's an indication to, to google that actually you you know you're you're doing this to try and get yourself up in the rankings rather than doing it to give good content to do users you know, which I know sounds very peculiar It
0: does when those hours that I've spent there Kev trying to get all those little buttons to go green and when they do get there there's a little there's a small yay inside and well, you're telling me that really- I should- should have left some orange
1: think about it from no i'm not saying that so much but think about it from google's point of view you somebody types into google where can i buy apples from and it, it you know there's two three or four pages turn up one of them is optimized within an inch of its life has all the little green ticks and tocks and all that kind of stuff but actually they don't sell apples what they do is they sell mm. cider or something like mm. that and the ones that do actually sell apples are being a little bit more organic with their content, but they're, they're a little bit further down the page. Yeah. So that annoys Google. Google doesn't want that. Google wants the real ones that really sell apples to be at the top of the page. And it knows now. So it's it's clever enough to look at all of those, the plugins you use and all of that kind of stuff to, to actually identify and, and separate out the ones that are actually answering a question based on the search and ones that are you know, just kind of hoping for the best and, and, you know, throwing as much mud at the wall as possible to see how much sticks.
0: Is it true? I know this isn't the website special today, but we, we did sort of have a hangover from it. We're, we're going to be sort of running through some of the questions that we were left with. Uh, but, I, I you know, I, I'd like to know, should your website now be a sort of multimedia experience in, in terms of Google enjoying seeing some YouTube film interaction, uh, maybe some voice. Uh, obviously, the pictures, text. Should it be? A, should it be a much more rounded sort of multimedia experience now?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, again, think about all you have to do is think about how how people uh, consume content these days. Think about the high end websites that you go to. Your BBC, maybe mm. it could be Facebook, could whatever. But all of those are what they would call uh, you know engaging websites so yeah definitely multimedia um you know that new usually manifests itself as slideshows on on photography websites but certainly make it a little bit more interesting you'd be amazed how many websites just look like corporate lawyer pages yeah yeah
0: yeah. you told me off for that with with a website i've got (laughs) i remember you telling me I, i still think it looks a bit corporate i'm doing my best kev um oh yeah there was one for me here as well um Neil, uh, I really want to find the jingles annoying, but I actually love them, especially the new outro jingle. It makes me smile every time. Where did it come from? Um, we've been asked that a couple of times now. It actually came from Dallas. Um, it's uh, it's quite an old jingle, jingly. Um, but uh, I think this, I think that one might actually be late 70s, early 80s. <laughs> it's, it's sort of one of those, those um, golden oldie ones. Um, but I, I suppose um, it's a bit like Intel, isn't it? The sound logo, or McDonald's whistle, or Holidays are coming. In and of themselves, they can be a bit annoying, but really, they're just a little bit of personal branding. Um, so, yeah, this one was a Dallas radio imaging company, which, uh, which, funnily enough, I licensed them to use on a different show, not this. But that one didn't really get off the ground, so I nabbed them back and used them ourselves. Anyway, Chris, thank you. Um, Dennis skyam hi gents. Any tips on resources for discovering great photos? I simply don't have the patience to wade through ads and beauty bloggers and celebrities on instagram so i'm wondering if you know of any curated sites or blogs where someone has already done the hard work of trying to sort the wheat from the chaff i do enjoy sites like dp review on the hardware side of things but i'm looking for something that's a tad more focused on the work not the tools best from dennis and even you use kev i mean i know there's Cargay which you're a member of uh lens culture lensculture.com that's really really good
1: i mean i just go off and, and search and look and you know often you get sent links and stuff but yeah i mean you're absolutely right there is a lot of i'm gonna go off on a little side tangent here go as on. Well now. i go on. absolutely hate it when you go to websites these and this is all to do with gdpr you go to a website and the first thing it does is pop up and say are you okay for us to store your cookies Mm. and blah 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 I absolutely hate that and and talking of SEO back in the day that was one of the things that was the worst thing you could possibly do have pop-ups all the time and now we've gone back to having pop-ups yeah I know and any any website photography or not that has a big pop-up that says are you okay for us to store your content I immediately just shut my computer off and go and have a beer
0: um it just sounds like an excuse Kev
1: yeah, it is. but no. I mean, I. It's hard to. You, there, there are lots and lots of um, highly curated websites out there. I can't really think too many off the top of my head. But things like the Magnum, the Magnum Foundation website oh, is a good that one, starting yeah. point. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. What about uh, the, What about the um, the Seven Agency site?
1: Yes, seven. There is. Um, there's lots. I mean, there's lots. It's, it's impossible. If I go to right, what I'm going to do now, just very briefly is go to my um, bookmarks, uh, what have I got here, photography, <laughs> so in my photography folder I've got marketing, weddings, sports, equine, yeah. fo- uh, forums, galleries and inspiration, let's yeah. like that, galleries and inspiration. So it's very
0: similar to the way I have it, I, a fav- favourite, uh, inspirational favourite inspirational wedding photographers or favourite inspirational photojournalists, that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, mind um, you, I realise I haven't looked at this for a very long time. Mm. I store um, loads of stuff,
0: then never go back and look at it. <laughs> yeah, I typically use... I just want it to be
1: there, if I need it. do this and stuff now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, no, there's nothing useful on there um i i would yeah it's hard isn't it there's loads out there just go just go for
0: it but i'd i'd, cer- I'd certainly go books. i'd certainly go look at seven i'd certainly go look at magnum those two straight straight out the uh straight out the traps so i go look at those two i can spend hours looking at those two you,
1: you'll also find a lot on things like the guardian yeah. and new york times yeah. and all that kind of stuff there's a lot of good stories on there um i think there was one on new york times we were sent uh on the weekend but paulo pellegrin um was who's normally uh, uh you know photographing wars and he put these beautiful pictures of his family oh, he yeah, yeah, instead yeah. however that was behind a paywall so it I was see- yeah,
0: yeah yeah you had to undo your, your ad blocker and all sorts of stuff didn't yeah. you which was a yeah. shame by that one but uh yeah. tom tommy wessel um a lens si- are you ready for a lens science question is it too warm for a lens science question because it's boiling it's baking in the uk today as we're recording this do lenses have sweet spots for now I have a Nikon D90 APS-C camera, old, I know he says in brackets, and I have two lenses, the 18 to 105 and the 70 to 300. If I were to take a photo at a focal length of say 100 mm on each lens, could I expect similar results or all other settings being equal? In other words, 100 mm is near the edge of the 18 to 105's range, whereas 100 is not at all near the edge of the 70 to 300's range. Do lenses have sweet spots? Would you choose to use one or, or, or the other lens if you wanted a shot at 100mm? Now, we've talked about sweet spots before, and they, of course they do. They do have sweet spots, don't they?
1: I think so, yeah, and I'm not sure it's to do with the focal length. I could well be very wrong mm. about that, but, yeah, certain lenses are sharper at, let's just say, F4 or F1.8 or, or whatever. A, it's
0: it's aperture-driven, isn't it, really?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so, but also it's down to the quality of the glass, the amount of elements, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. Fujifilm, for example, they... Mm. Their glasses made from a specific uh, source of water because obviously these glasses are made for the glasses, the lenses are made from you know water. Essentially, it's where it comes from.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, they have a certain source that is you know I've, I've seen the, um, uh, the 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 kind of stuff in the Fujifilm Film Museum about it, and it's like this crystal clear oh. reservoir somewhere or other. Is it a special?
0: Uh, is it a special secret at all? No, nobody discusses uh, where the water comes from. Bit like I, don't K- I don't think it's a secret. Oh, I, right. just I, th- I wondered if it was, was a bit like KFC <laughs> Re- Special Recipe for a minute or something. No, I don't think so.
1: But, right. I, uh, I, I, you know, they're, 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 those things exist. And, you know, the cheaper the lens, the cheaper the glass they use, probably. And so the the, the more softer it will be. Normally they're softer at the edges rather than in the middle. Yeah. And, you know, wider, wider lenses, kind of fisheye lenses, tend to have more barreling and distortion and softness on the edges, mm. of course. So, yeah, I don't think it's aperture, but I don't think it's... Um, uh, kind of focal length based i think it's basically just quality so, you know, some so, of those uh, canon lenses we used to use were
0: remarkably sharp uh, no experience. yeah all the way through yeah i, th- I think the 50 mil in particular the um the the l series lens was was an incredible lens for that um he, he did have an- another bit did tom uh said kev I, I wish we had more rugby in the in the states i studied abroad in new zealand came to love the game what is it about rugby players that makes the, them tough as nails men so um uh, off the field as well. I mean you beat the living daylights out of each other then you go for a you go and drink a few pints afterwards. And that's the way <laughs> rugby is though, isn't it? Was it always like that with you?
1: Well, yeah, I mean I wouldn't say we beat the living daylights out of each other. It's sport, you do have the occasional handbags. But yeah, no, I love it. It's <laughs> yeah, but, a great sport. Yeah. And you're right though, you do have a there's a very big mutual respect. There's definitely a thing about oh. the, the rugby family. and uh, Totally different to football. People, people look after each other, for sure. And no matter what happens on the pitch, yeah. it, you never take it off the pitch.
0: Do you know the name Carl Hoft? Uh,
1: Hoft? He's an All
0: Black, I think. Yeah. He said, he's I met a right. rugby player, Carl Hoft, uh, a former All Black in New Zealand, when I was lost. And he gave me a ride from the gas station. I had no idea who he was. He told me to tell my Kiwi friends who I just met, and they lost their minds when I did. It was like I met Michael Jordan or something. Such a nice man. And, that, that, and I think that's rugby players through and through, isn't it? Um, yeah. Right. We've got uh, time for one more question,
1: St- and I, I have to. I have one question I need to ask at the end as well.
0: Oh dear. Well, okay, stand by, Steve. Okay. Ma- uh, Steve McAvoy. Um, Hey guys, I'm just an enthusiastic photographer. Steve, you're never just, you are an enthusiastic photographer. Always been interested, but now I'm reading and learning everything I can about the subject. I've joined the Fuji owners with an X-E3 and an 1855 kit. Prior to that, I borrowed a Canon 10D from a friend who'd been shooting manual. Otherwise, it's the iPhone. So, to the question. Through my life, many creatives I've encountered are, you'll love this question, lefties, i.e. dominant left hand. I've always found this an interesting topic to discuss with somebody. As, as I too am lefty, which normally makes other parts of your body lefty dominant too. So left-footed, left eye. Fuji, like most of the consumer manufacturers out there, really only build for right-handers. Are, are either of you lefties? Do you struggle with right-handed cameras or products? Well, I'm, I'm not a lefty no I'm so, and I know you're not either, are you? No, I'm not.
1: Um, I, I know it's a thing though. There's there was. Uh, there was an advert wasn't there i think it was spec savers or something there was an advert and the, it was a guy taking a photograph uh, and uh, he was using a left-handed camera but actually it was they just reversed the picture they just kind of reversed the picture um but yeah i don't think i don't know of any left-handed cameras i guess you just get used to it don't well you?
0: the left-handed camera you'd want the trigger button the shutter button on the left hand side wouldn't you
1: I suppose it's a little bit like the same as driving a car, isn't it? You mm. have left, left-hand left side drives and right-hand side drives and, you know, you just absolutely get used to it. You know, we, I change the gear stick with my left hand, whereas, you know, if I'm if i'm in a left-hand side car drive i have to change it with the you know the other one i don't know it's just like what you get used to
0: i know because when, when you when you when you've never driven on the other side of the road depending upon the country you come from whether it's uh, japan drive on the left don't they like we do and australia certainly do and new zealand do but when you swap to the other side everybody seems to think that the first thing you're going to do every time you want to change gear you're going to be making the making the electric windows go, go up and down or something Mm, yeah. <laughs> no, I've not found that. No. Anyway, Steve did put his Instagram address. It's great when you do this because it's nice to promote you. At uh, SteveMC underscore ME on Instagram. Go check his workout. Thank you, Steve. Right, that's it. Uh, you well, I have a question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh no, you even had to cough to get ready for it. Well it's quite a big
1: it's quite a big thing actually, is furnace it? Fairness.
0: Oh no. Oh
1: Yeah, go on. Y- you know that and you have no idea this is happening, so no. you, this could go one of two ways. Oh god. You know I'm a member of the Cargate collective. Yes I do.
0: I mean mentioned them a moment ago
1: Patrick, yeah. Jonas Bask, uh, the rest of the gang. Um
0: we Love Patrick, don't we?
1: Bert, Robert Cato, Derek Clark. I oh, know um your new best friend well we've been speaking i've been speaking to them for a mm-hmm. while uh, and uh, we've come to a collective uh, opportunity to invite you as a member of the oh, cargate my word uh, oh i wasn't expecting this question at all well i wasn't expecting to ask you actually Could you on, not? The, uh, on the chat system with them <laughs> are you on the chat system now with them yeah oh my god uh, right okay i'll just read to you the last few moments right. um so where do we go blah 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 Bert said, if we add him, Kevin should ask him while recording on their podcast.
0: Oh,
1: thanks, Bert. So at 2.16pm, Patrick said, fun idea. And then he goes on to say, uh, live. And then if he says uh, no, what do we do then? Uh, Patrick says, but let's live dangerously. And I said, "Okay, I'm going in. I'm going in. And that was the last thing I typed. Um, And then Rob said, uh, "Can can you edit it out if he says no?
0: I'm very flattered. Uh, but, I, you know, I've always felt that I'd just shoot weddings. Well, you don't. So yeah. um, th-
1: that's an argument for another day. But, yeah. however, we are uh, formally – I am formally inviting you <laughs> on behalf of uh, the Karge Collective – to uh, to to be a member, and you do not have to uh, you do not have to say yes or no right now, of course. Although we would prefer it
0: if you did. Oh, I was I'm wondering <laughs> if I, I get the chance to say yes or no on tomorrow's show, which gives it a little bit of drama, doesn't it?
1: Well, yeah, well that's true. <laughs> but um, for those of you that don't know the collective, which I'm sure most you of you should, do, yeah, it's you should Patrick talk Patrick about. Patrick yeah. Derek Clark, Robert Cato, Vincent Baldensburger.
0: Vincent's my, yeah vincent's my new new found um photo love i think i've got a crush on him and his work
1: myself jonas rask and dominique Shaw, and we used to have charlene and uh, fleming Bo jensen as well who have uh, moved on but yeah so there the opportunity is there
0: uh well i tell you one thing it will make me do it'll make me go and photograph other things apart from when i have uh, pound notes uh, passing in front of me because that's always been something that i think i'm very aware of that uh I make a lot of a lot of work, a prolific amount of work when I'm being paid, and not so much at other times. Exactly.
1: Yeah. That's the good thing about a collective like this, and not just ours, but all the others that are out there, is that it's it's actually about uh, you know encouragement. You know, we have a we have an all, a whole offline kind of system where. Uh, we encourage each other to go and shoot, and we talk about stories and what we're going to do, and it's it's very um, theme based, but it's not an overloaded system.
0: Well, I'm, I mean, I'm a I'm a, I'm a fan of Cargay. because well, you know that because I often talk about it and mention it. So the um um uh, the answer the answer is definitely yes. Right, cool. <laughs> I'm just going to type back into the box. He said, <laughs> the, he man said Monte, yes. he say, the man from Del Monte. He said... the man from Del Monte. He say, say yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh what do they say? What's the first one that popped up said, Oh no. I thought he would say no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh no, it's all good. So don't forget they're all in different parts of the world. Yeah, they though, are, so. of course they are. Yeah. Well
0: that I'm 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 very flattered. I'm, I'm very flattered to have been asked. So thank you, Kev. Good. Well done. I'm Welcome up. to the fold. Oh, well, thank you. Do I get knighted or anything? You've got it's your, <laughs> your turn to do the project tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I knew you'd say that. Yeah. <laughs> right uh well that's it for uh, another day on that note which is uh, i've gone all red if you could see me now i'm 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 blushing i am blushing i am uh thank you very much it's a great honor real, real great privilege so thank you kev because i've always considered that's your domain and not mine at all um so uh merci beaucoup i'll say that because my new french friend will, will like that um See you tomorrow then, Kev. Yep. Bye-bye. The FujiCast is an independent Loading Zone production. Goodbye, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. We're back tomorrow with another show. Well, unless we're fired, we'll talk to you then. Goodbye, sweetheart. Goodbye. Goodbye.